Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode, a special bonus episode of the Game Managers Podcast, Ooh. where we talk. It's okay. I can be interrupted if you got if you really need to make that noise, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> where we talk Alabama and Auburn and SEC football every week. Today, though, this is just going to be on Auburn and LSU. My name is Nick Norris. I'm a sports writer for a number of websites and publications. And with me, as always, are my great friends, Auburn fan Justin Knight. What's up, guys? And Alabama fan Aaron Patterson. Howdy. All right. Well, let's get into a little news. We're going to have a special guest, Carlos Rogers, uh, Auburn alumni, and Jim Thorpe winner on with us in a little bit later. But first, we're going to get into some of the big news of the week. Did uh, you guys see that Mark Rick had a heart attack? I did. Yeah, I was but pretty like, surprised to hear that. Yeah, luckily he's okay. He is uh, back home as of today. He was tweeting, so uh, he'll be all right, I guess. He'll be back at work, he says, next week. So. Yeah, is he? he's working with the ACC network, isn't he? I think so, yeah. yeah. One of the networks. What did you think about, uh, did y'all see FSU's statement on Urban Meyer? Yeah, how dumb yes. was that? We, well, you know what? We don't want Urban Meyer or Steve Spurrier, but we love Willie Taggart. Okay, so what happened was there was some rumors that FSU was eyeing Urban Meyer. He would never go there in the first place. But yeah, I mean, no, who would blame him? Bad. But there were some rumors they were looking at him. Well... Uh, their athletic director came out today, David Coburn, and said, if Coach were hit by a bus tomorrow, we would not target Coach Meyer, period. I say that with all due respect to Coach Meyer, but we would not target Steve Spurrier either. What are y'all's thoughts on that? It's a bold strategy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who else you want to target, but okay. I think it was just, there's no need to just address it at all. <laughs> Yeah, it would be better for your program if you just let people at least think that. Yeah, yeah, there would really. Be more hope. There's no hope but in Florida yeah, State Urban, right now. Urban would never go there. He's got to have at least eight, nine, ten wins before he takes over a program. Yeah. Well, speaking of coaches interested in jobs, Jim Harbaugh uh, today. Sp- why would Spurrier go there? Because he he's. I think yeah, they I were know. just naming. They were just he naming FSU State, rivalry rival coach. Coaches. Uh, so, like, yeah, Urban was at Florida. Spurrier yeah. was at Florida. I mean, whatever. But Whatever. It's each their own. But Jim yeah. Harbaugh, there's been some rumors that he is uh, going to run back to the NFL after this season. But he sent out letters to uh, recruits and players' parents saying that he will not be leaving. We should look up that statement. Yeah, really. Does, we should. Does that mean anything to y'all? Because this says nothing to me <laughs> no that doesn't mean anything yeah i mean he could people do this all the just... time just to save their skin at the moment so no one's dogging him right now yeah so i just thought that was a little silly but he uh, called who... the rumors total crap yeah yeah that's what it was he said so what nfl team wouldn't hire him i mean i understand he was good with the 49ers but he can't even win at michigan nfl is weird they'll just hire they, they are weird though. Yeah, because they hired uh, what's his name at uh, Arizona. So, yeah. So they're. I mean, I don't understand what their thought process ever is. Any of them. Yeah. But yeah, that means absolutely nothing to me. So. No, it doesn't. Whatever. Yeah, he could leave tomorrow, and it would not shock me. No. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people do this all the time. They just don't want added pressure on them. Hmm. Well, the world. I mean, look at Saban when he came to Alabama. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the World Series is ongoing right now. Yeah, Nationals are already up. It's kind of shocking. Yeah, lead 1-0, and then they're uh, winning tonight right now, right? 2 nothing. Yeah, 2 nothing. Bottom of the first. Yeah. What are y'all's predictions? Y'all think the Nationals will just win this? No, I don't think so. I think the Astros will come back tonight and win. Because they definitely have the better team. I mean, both pitching staffs are very good, but I think the Astros have better overall players. But you never know. That's the great figure? thing about baseball. If uh, if they win this one and take a 2-0 lead, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, they'd be, um, they'd be looking good. I don't really have a preference on who wins. I guess 
I guess I would kind of lean towards the Astros. But uh, I think it would be really funny if the Nationals won it because <laughs> Bryce Harper. It's the first year that yeah, because of Bryce Harper left, oh. and then they go to the World Series. I think that would be hilarious. That would be but great. Other than that, other than that, I don't really have a preference. I don't either. Are you pulling for anybody, Justin? No, I mean I was kind of hoping because I'm a Royals fan, but I was hoping the Braves are my second favorite team. I was really hoping the Braves would somehow make it this year, and this was their chance. I thought, but. The Braves are going to be the Braves. It's Georgia teams. They always yeah. find a way to choke away. They sure do. They absolutely do. Well, let's get into a little bit of Alabama news. Tua, Saban says, is basically out indefinitely and doesn't, will not say when he, gets, when he comes back. Uh, but Tua has purportedly told players that he'll be back definitely for LSU. Do you think that Saban actually knows the timeline and he's just – not releasing it just to keep LSU on their toes, or do you think they really just don't know at this point? Um, I think I think he's really out. That's what I think. Yeah, I think he I knows. Think is just I think two is just a little optimistic on when he can return. Yeah, I would not play him if it was up to me. So, this was the same procedure they did last year on his ankle. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a little, different ankle. Yeah. But how long was he out? Um, well, it happened well, after the SEC the, championship. Yeah, so oh, that's yeah, true. The so, whole yeah, how winter. long? But how yeah, did they really say how long it took him like to fully get back to hundred percent? I don't think he was ever back to hundred well, percent in the championship game. But he was he back playing in. within like a couple weeks, basically in yeah. practice. But it was very light. It wouldn't be like throwing him in against LSU. So I think he'll be back, but yeah, he definitely won't be healthy. So, I don't think he should play if he's not 100% healthy. So what's your what's your reasoning on that, Aaron? Because, I mean, it's just you have so many other weapons you can use. Obviously, they're not Tua and they're not running your what you're best at, but you have so many so many different weapons you can spread the ball around and survive one game. And if Tua does get back after LSU and is healthy and went and we went out because I think the only other person we'd have to worry about is Auburn and we went out then our only loss to our only losses to arguably the well I guess at the end it would be the number one team in the country and it would be a lot more forgiving especially to the committee if they see the only loss that we have is to the best team of the best team in the country and we didn't have our best player yeah uh, Especially if they slip up and then we get to the SEC chain. I don't know. It's just so many different things that could play right. our way if we don't play him. Whereas if we do play him, he gets hurt, he's out for the rest of the season, and we lose. And, yeah, that just would not be good. I do agree that that game becomes a, a lot less forgivable if Tua does play and they lose. But if he doesn't play to me, that's almost a definite loss. Although LSU oh. plays – Awful in Bryant Denny Stadium. So, uh, yeah, but I wouldn't I, say it's a definite loss. It's just you got to be, you have to take a lot more risk and um, definitely utilize weapons that have not been um, utilized. Yeah, they're not winning, and he's not playing. I don't. Alabama so doesn't have a strong run game like it usually has, and yeah. from what I saw from Mac Jones against Tennessee, nothing special. I think so, LSU is going to tear up Alabama's defense, regardless. I think oh, that I think so too, because Alabama's defense isn't the same as it usually is. Yeah. So there, there's no way. That's why it's kind of one of those points where, you know, how is Alabama going to handle the injury? Are they going to be like, you know, if Tua says he's okay, but he's not really okay, they still going to play him, mm-hmm. or are they really just going to sit him out if he's not healthy? So I don't know. But speaking of Alabama, the 2.30 kick time for the Alabama-LSU game has been confirmed that the time will be staying. It will not be moving to prime time. I'm not surprised <sighs> since they already had a doubleheader on CBS earlier this mm-hmm. season with Auburn A&M and then Notre Dame and Georgia. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people complain like, well, just move it. Just move it to prime time. You can just do that. But they can't because CBS's contract, they, they can only have yeah. one primetime game this season. But you can be mad at them for picking Georgia, Notre Dame, and yeah, Georgia, and LSU. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I think about it now, how dumb was that to pick that as the primetime game? 
But, I mean, if you look at this game for the past I decade, mean, Alabama's dominated. There was no that's true. real big signs that LSU yeah, was going to be so good. So it's just, I don't really blame them. But. From a Yeah, from a business point of view, I don't blame them at all. Especially because it's earlier in the season, there's less chance that either team is, um, you know, going to be have a loss so it's going to be a much bigger game and also this these like time schedules are slotted like back before May so you know yeah but it is stupid they uh they didn't yeah but I wish I don't know you find a way yeah you wish they would have more than one primetime game available in that contract but yeah that's what you'd hope but whatever um so let's get into Auburn. I want to start out talking about a quote Bo Nix has said. Oh That's yeah. It so, doesn't motivate it doesn't motivate LSU at all. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a reporter asked Bo Nix about um, how he feels about playing in Death Valley this weekend. And Bo responded, I played in the biggest game of opening week in front of a hundred thousand people. So I don't think that this stage is really anything special. Mm. Justin, when I sent that quote to you, you said uh, we're about to get our eyes beat out or something like that. Yeah, we're about to get murdered. Because <laughs> not only does that pump up the players, the fans are going to be even more. I mean, it's LSU fans who are already nuts and bad enough. Yeah. So just imagine being an LSU fan and then an opposing player says that about the atmosphere well, in Baton Rouge. I don't think that his quote's going to make much of an impact on the game. Maybe more so in the crowd, but it won't make That's much what of I'm saying, the crowd on the field. Yeah. Because after two plays, you forget about all that stuff. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. Yeah, you're focused on the game. You're not even... That doesn't come up again after like you're, after the first series, really after the first two or three plays. But, I mean, him saying that and how he struggled against Florida and Gainesville, saying, yeah. you know, like, oh, it doesn't bother me. But it, I mean, it did in Florida. So, and that first say, game, he didn't look too great at first. No, either. he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> not until really the fourth quarter when he had a couple of good drives. Yeah. So, I mean, all he could have said was, "It's a great atm- great atmosphere." But you know what? We're ready to play. We're locked in. We're going to show up to play. I, don't I, know, I like whole, it. I kind of uh, like the. Uh, I mean, if they win, sure, you know. But yeah. if they get whipped and he looks bad, then. Oh yeah, then he looks dumb. But I, I like the yeah. attitude. Yeah. I don't. I think he looks stupid. Astros tied it up two to two. Yeah. Not see. I'm telling. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I don't. I don't like that saying. I think he looks like an idiot. Yeah. I mean, I agree with and that too. Until, I mean, if he goes in and he just has a, a game, but he, I, I think he's had like one game. One game. Where you Mississippi tell State. That he was a true freshman. Yeah. So I mean, I think it was really dumb. I agree well, with that too. Yeah, I think so too. Well. Um, LSU is opening up as an 11-point favorite in this game. Two scores. Does that sound about right to y'all, or do you think this should be closer? Sounds, Sounds perfect, perfect to, you? to me. Yep. Aaron? Um, I think it'll be a little more. I've, but, um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it's a close game, but I just don't see – I just don't have – I don't have much faith in um, – Bonex. Yep, it all comes down to offense. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't see that, and I don't see. I don't see them doing that much against uh, their offense. Their their oh their defensive line would have to have a crazy good game. Do you? Th- um, do you think that the yeah. last two Auburn LSU games played into this point spread a little bit? Uh, yeah, so probably. I'll remind well, you. So Auburn last year, lost on a game-winning field goal last year. Yeah, last year Auburn blew a twenty-one to ten lead to lose yeah. twenty-two to twenty-one, and the year before they blew a twenty, yeah, uh, twenty to nothing point lead and lost twenty-seven twenty-three. Yeah. I can't believe we blew that game. Yeah, I'm looking here at the win probability for the twenty-point lead, and it's just it's so staggering how <laughs> yeah, quick it drops. And um, um, like I said. I think I said this on the last podcast. You know, Auburn, that, Auburn has a one in there. Auburn has won there since '98 and '17. I was like, "Oh man, we're gonna yeah. finally do it," and then it was like, "Nope, still can't win there." And yeah, I don't think Auburn we're gonna win gets there. Up, if Auburn gets up and then blows another lead this year, what what does that do for Gus? 
makes him look like an idiot who can't keep keep a lead, which has been so true. And there, here's another stat. I think Gus was like um, zero and seven or something on the road versus top ranked like top ten teams before he beat A and M. And so he's not good on the road against top ranked teams. Well, did you guys know that this is the first time a number ninth ranked Auburn has played a number two ranked uh, team? It's only the second time in history, and do you know when the last time that was? Um, uh, I guess was it two thousand? The way you said it, I'm going to guess an Iron Bowl. It was an Iron Bowl. Two thousand ten. It was actually nineteen seventy two. Punt, Bama, punt. Oof! Wow. Yeah, so maybe uh, history will play itself. And it'll, that would be great. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe they'll have a surprise uh, electric win like that game. <laughs> Chances are low, but <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about this game. How do you see um, Bo Nix matching up with this LSU defense? Um. Well, the good thing he's got going for him is this is not a typical LSU defense. But the problem is, I mean, the game plan, LSU's got a great D.C., and he's going to throw up a great game plan to where they're going to bring a lot of pressure on him. And the good thing for LSU's defense, he's not going to have any checkdowns. <laughs> so they are going to just – if they, they know they're going to stop the run. And so if they can stop the run first and second down and get them in that third and longs, it's going to be an absolute beatdown. Because if, if we're putting those third and longs – I just don't see us converting those. I know we talk about Auburn's lack of checkdowns a lot on this podcast, but that's a big deal. <laughs> and it is, especially for a true freshman quarterback yeah, who's in I, Baton Rouge. Give him something easy to complete and get him going because once you start completing those passes, you get a little confidence. Then you mm-hmm. start getting something down the field. Maybe the running game opens up a little bit. But when you don't have that, then he's just standing back there. Nobody gets open. Then he's running around. So, for this is going to sound a little weird, but I actually like Bo Nix against this weaker LSU defense than I like Joe Burrow against Auburn's defense. Now, I still think LSU is the favorite for good reason, but if I'm just taking a quarterback against a defense, I would rather have Bo against a weaker defense than Joe against a really strong defense in Auburn's. Yeah. And I agree with that. I, I just think I know LSU is going to have a good game plan for – I mean, you know if you can stop the Auburn run, we're not going to win the game. <laughs> so if they're stopping the run first and second down, then that puts us in a bad situation because we're going to try to run the ball as much as we can. And hopefully Gus has a good game <laughs> that he's going to have called, but you never know with him. Yeah, I gotta disagree with that one. I think I, I think I'd rather take uh, Bo against Auburn. I mean, uh, Joe against Auburn's rather than Bo against LSU's. Yeah, uh, to just uh, I take that experience overseeing those defenses. Yeah, and um, especially with the way their passing game is this year, uh, Auburn's really stout in the front seven and not so. I mean, yeah. they are in the in the back, but. Not as much. No, that's not true. The it's, yeah. So I'm I'm still taking Bo and the experience. I mean, Joe and the experience instead of Bo. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's I just, the thing. I don't trust Bo at all. That's the thing that worries me is <clears throat> if the front doesn't get a good pressure, Burrow's going to eat up our DBs mm-hmm. because yeah. they've really that's, struggled this season. That's why I said the the D line has got to have. Oh yeah. Uh, Great game. There's gonna yeah, it can't just be Auburn, Davidson, and Brown. Guys like uh, Truesdale yeah. and Co. and uh, Big Cat are gonna have to really step up. Well, we're gonna give some predictions, but first we're gonna cut to our interview we had with Carlos Rogers here earlier yeah. this week. We're gonna slide it in right here, so enjoy. All right, we're here with Carlos Rogers, Auburn's first and only Jim Thorpe Award winner and one of the greatest Tiger defensive backs of all time. How's it going, Carlos? Doing good. How y'all doing? Uh, we're doing great. Okay, well, tell us a little bit what life's like for Carlos Rogers these days. Oh, man. <laughs> now I just be chilling, man. I, I, um, 
you know, I missed a lot of time playing 10 years with my family, my daughter, uh, especially with her growing up playing sports. You know, I catch, caught some of her sports in the off season. Um, so mostly I'm just, you know, just chilling, relaxing, uh, spending much time I, I can with her and my family just I don't know, man. Just chilling, really. <laughs> That's awesome. I, that. I see you're on the golf course a lot. You're, you're a big golf guy? Oh, yeah. I go out there and, and, and play and beat up all around and there sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's it's still it's competitive. So uh, that's probably why you see a lot of guys that, that play all types of sports that, you know, gravitate to golf. Because it's still competitive. It's hard. We want to try and learn it and try and uh, be the best that we can be. And it's, it's pretty tough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's who's your favorite golfer? I got uh, it's hard to say because I like Ricky Fowler because uh, yeah. I, I like the dress. So <laughs> his style and on, on the golf course that's that's me. Oh yeah, and of course, of course, Tiger. Yeah, you know I can't. You know he started me from. That's how I started watching because of him. So those two guys, not Ricky performance. His performance is he just. He makes me mad. He plays good. Then Sunday, we just don't see him. So not that part of his game, but his dressing. I, I like the way he dresses. Yeah, it's just a matter of time before he wins a major. I hope so, man. I've been pulling for him for a while. All right, well, um, going back to your college days, you know, the 2004 season was the famous undefeated season. So looking back on it, what does that season mean to you? It means a lot. Um of course, they. I was always saying everybody know they done us wrong that year, but it means a lot. Uh, not just on the field, football wise, you know, just you know, with the coaching staff, I still talk to a lot of those coaches, and you know, we got a good rapport uh, with my friends Ronnie, um, Mayo, Jason, uh, Lack. We still all close, and that was a that was a real strong group of guys that you know with that undefeated team. So it means a lot, and. No, we got bragging rights. You could still talk a lot of junk <laughs> because we did go undefeated. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, to me, that that's a national championship winning season to me. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why Auburn doesn't recognize it, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, they do. But, I mean, we didn't, we didn't get in the game. We didn't, yeah. you know, compete for it. So, it's all good. Everybody knows we've done that yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so going back on that. So, when you found out that it was going to be USC and Oklahoma playing – in the national championship, what was the uh, atmosphere in the locker room? It was disappointing, but at the same time, you know, we played in a, a real good bowl game, and you know, at that time, that's all we had to accept. We couldn't go back and change it, um, but because of that season right there, it helps these college playoffs and the things that they try to implement and, and do it now for these guys. So, um, but at that time, we was. We was down, but not for long because we played a good team, Virginia Tech. They had a lot of uh, good defensive team. You know, had some weapons on offense that we couldn't sit around the pouch. Just had to go out and compete and try and win that game. Yeah. Well, does it sting a little more now knowing that USC got it stripped away? No, I really don't think about it. I'm past yeah. it. You know, I'm past it. That that season was. We put our praying out step on that season, thirteen and no. Everybody know we done. Our, mm-hmm. You know, Auburn know we done. They still respect that team. They still show love. We go back, and that's all you can ask for. I mean, I, I don't sit around and dwell on it. Just like the Super Bowl in in, in San Fran, we <laughs> lost to Baltimore. No. Five, first and five on the five yard line. Wish we could have that back, but yeah. don't dwell on. Just keep going. Uh, well, you got no reason to dwell on anything because you had an um, amazing career. So you were drafted uh, ninth overall, of course, by the Washington Redskins in 2005. And then uh, Jason Campbell followed you soon behind. Uh, how did that How did that help grow y'all's relationship? You know what? Uh, in my eyes, I don't, I don't know. I would say if it helped grow our relationship because we were so close. Ron and Jason was college uh, roommates. They stayed in the apartment together. And me and Lack stayed in the apartment together. Okay. So we was all four of us was always close. If I went over their house, uh, they was over our house. So we was all close. And I think with us going to Washington, it just made us more comfortable that you have somebody there that you're close with and you can relate to. You can do things uh, together. Y'all can talk about things. So I think that's what 
it just made it more comfortable going to another city, another state, another team, and to have somebody there that you done battled with for the last four years. And y'all know each other, know each other's family. So, you know, it, it was cool. And then when I first got there, I ended up staying with Jason. Because <laughs> I, I, mm-hmm. the place I bought, I had it repainted. I had the basement done to, you know, another room, bathroom, pool table, fence tanks, theater room. So I had all that done. <laughs> so I had to stay with Jason for like two months. So oh, <laughs> it, it made him more comfortable to have somebody like him there and, you know, so that was good. I, I won't say brought us close, but we were always close. Yeah. I, I bet y'all had a, a lot of memories then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so you had a great NFL career playing 10 seasons, and you, got, you had, ended up with 17 interceptions and 387 tackles. So what are some of your fondest memories of the NFL? Um, I probably have to start out with being drafted. You know, I always remember Mr. Snyder and, you know, just their organization for taking a chance on me. Um, so I think that was a that was a great moment for not only me, but for my family. Uh, that was a great moment for us. So that's number one. Um, probably just, just getting that first taste of walking out on that field. You know, calling your name, going through the tunnel, a little nervous, um, but at the same time excited to see how the NFL what the NFL really was about. And I think last would probably be um, just getting a chance to play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, of course, like I said, we lost, but that experience, that time, you know, um, not only guys, you know, certain guys go through their career, don't even get a chance to play in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Not only saying, you know, I got an opportunity to play in the Super Bowl. So I think those things was probably be the key things I remember from playing and just, you know, the camaraderie with guys and locker room and friends that you meet. Uh, other than that, you know, playing on the field, you know, I done made some plays, I done done some things like that, but, you know, you do that through different levels. You do that through high school, you do that through, you know, college, and you do that throughout, throughout your professional career, but, you know, those things that you only get drafted one time. So that, I'm going to always remember that. You know, I'm always remember walking out that the tunnel, you know, for my first time and them yelling my name, not knowing should I dance or (laughs) (laughs) how should I run out, you know, things like that. And of course, I got a a chance to play in the Super Bowl. So those things I will always remember. Man, you're giving me chills about it. It's like it's like I was there. Well, let's talk about uh, this year's Auburn team a little bit. What is what's been your perception of the the 2019 Tigers so far? You know, I came in it with not a lot of high hopes because I was it was it was uncertainty about you know how they look at Gus. Would he be there throughout the whole season? Uh, if he started out losing, would they go ahead and and you know saying fire him or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then it's we have a uh, freshman quarterback, so he's going to have his his highs and he's going to have his lows. So you got to take that in consideration when you're talking about a team and how would they be. You know, it's just not many quarterbacks come in and just start balling like that. They're going to have their lows, so you got to take that into consideration. Yeah. And then I always knew that we'd have a good offensive line, and I knew we'd have a good defense line. So with that being said, that's going to give you the opportunities to be in games uh, when you think you don't, when you think you shouldn't be in there because of that. And, you know, that's the foundation of both sides of the ball. So then we start winning. So now my, my expectations <laughs> yeah. totally change. Like, okay, we could do this and we could do that. And, you know, saying we could beat these teams that unexpected, you know, they don't expect us to, to beat mm-hmm. and then I'm thinking okay now we got Florida we should beat Florida <laughs> and we lose so then I start breaking things down like okay now what what is our problem like I said we're gonna have a we got a freshman quarterback so that lets you know on the road it's gonna be a different environment for him yeah. we're gonna have to get things to help him out whether there's short passes whether that's the running game or whatever he can't be in a situation where he has to lead the team right now because it's it's tough. You playing the mm-hmm. SEC and you playing away, like coming up LSU, that's gonna be a tough environment. I the two times I played LSU at their place, we didn't beat them. We beat them the two times at home. So I know how that is coming up for him. Uh our secondary. 
I think our secondary has to tighten up because you're looking at the team that we play. Um, they nobody's not going to be able to run on us. Our D line is unbelievable. Yeah. So what's next? The passing game. So the team that we got to play, Florida, they was able to pass on us. Uh, I think Mississippi State, if I'm not mistaken, or Texas A and M, somebody they threw like sixty passes. So one of those teams. So yeah. other teams like that, they know. Okay, y'all have a weakness in y'all secondary. LSU, what they talk about now, they got a passing game. Mm-hmm. We know what Alabama gonna do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they gonna pass the ball. They got mm-hmm. unbelievable first round receivers. So uh, my expectations right now are kind of shaky because of those mm-hmm. those reasons. But I think at the same time, if our offense could stay on the field, run the ball, move the chains, give our defense a chance to rest, we can beat those teams because LSU, yeah, they pass the ball, they score a lot of points, but I don't think their defense that's good. No, it's um, not. Right, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Alabama, same thing. Yeah. They don't have that strong defense like they used to have. Their offense is unbelievable. Yeah. And the same thing with Georgia. You may from throw the ball, I don't think it's the same. You know, we can beat them. Yeah. So we got, you know, we got everything is set right on the plate for us. It's just whether we take advantage of it. Secondary tighten up, offense down the ball, move the chains. I think we can beat those teams. And we're playing, you know, Alabama and Georgia at home. So yeah. I yeah. hopefully out of those three tough games, hopefully we can win two of them. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that Auburn is capable of winning every game on their schedule. It just is unfortunate that they have so many difficult games on that schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and as I say, I, would, I, mean, I always talk to Carnell about stuff like that, but that's the thing about the difficult games that we got. Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. So that should be a little advantage for us. But, and they're, like I said, their defenses are not the same as they used to be. The same with LSU. LSU should have a good defense and have to have a good running game. Now they done switched over to a good passing game. But at the same time, our secondary got to tighten up. Yeah. Because they're going to pass the ball on it. I don't care what the offense do. Got a freshman quarterback. He's just not going to just, you know, move the ball up and down the field like that, especially when he playing teams like LSU away. Right. So well, we'll see, man. <laughs> what what do you think this Auburn defense can do to keep uh, Burrow in line to to keep him out of the air? I think I did all D line once they shit the run now, like they they do. No teams pretty much ain't gonna run on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, once they shit that down, I think that um, our D line had to get some pressure on him and make him uh, comfortable, move out the spots, uh, and then give our uh, secondary a chance to just to run on it. You know, play freely and not be a tight. And with all that said, it goes back to the offense. If you're going three and out, three and out, I don't care what defense we got, it's hard to win. Yeah. You know, after a while, they're going to break down. I mean, I don't been on plenty of good defensive teams. You're going to break down. Uh, these offense teams, these coordinators are too good. So, um, Gus and the offense got to do a good job of staying on the field. Um, and helping the defense out and give us a chance to win. You got to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've already talked a lot about the matchup. So, uh, what's your? Do you have any pres- predictions on how it's actually going to play out? Any uh, score prediction or anything like that? Score wise, uh, nah, I don't got no prediction on the score because, like I said, it's hard. Yeah. It'll be hard for a freshman. You just don't know what you get. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like if if we go in there with the game plan, we going in with Florida. Uh, when we just not giving him like easy throughs, yeah. get into a rhythm, and then take those shots. Uh, I don't think it's gonna look good for us. Yeah. But if we go into a game plan, we can you know run the ball and move the ball and keep their defense. I mean their offense on the sideline. Because um, I don't think they're just gonna score a lot of points on us. But if we can't do that offensive-wise, it's not going to look good at LSU. Yeah. So I don't know a score, but I know that if, that, if those things don't happen, it's not going to look good. Yeah. Well, how many? And I think that's the same thing with, with the other two teams, <laughs> you know, Georgia. Yep. Not trying mm-hmm. to skip all the other games, but I think those games that we should win is Ole Miss and Sanford, I think it is, somebody like that. But if we don't, it's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, do you do you have a relationship with Gus Malzahn? If if you spent any time with him? Yes. Uh-huh. I, I go to, I go down now, especially in the summer. I was down there a lot, especially now that Cardinal's back. Yeah. I get down there a lot. Uh-huh. I talked to him. Talked to some of the defensive coaches, of course, mm-hmm. Coach Steele. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Crime Dog and Joe Woods. Relationship with him. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah. I, f- I figured you did. I was just a little curious. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I try to stay out of the way too. I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I'm an old player, and you know, I don't, I don't like to bring up old days and put my opinion on what, you know, what should happen. And you know, he's a coach, got a good mind. You know, he done changed a lot of things around there, opened mm-hmm. up a lot. So, uh, and I don't wish him but the best. So I hope he don't get fired. I hope they continue success. You know, yeah. win some of these games. And you know, I don't like to see a coach getting fired. Uh, but that that's, that brings this coaching staff and everybody, and I think some some real good coaches on that team. Yeah, so. I, I agree. I think there are too. Well, I think uh, I think that's about the time we got for today. But thank you so much for joining us on the show. We, I mean, we had a great time yeah, talking awesome. to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh no problem. Oh, thank God, man. Get back to to watching these NFL games. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we'll let you how's, get back. How's your team doing in fantasy? I, man, you know what? I don't play fantasy. Oh, really? oh man, we got to get you in our oh, league. Man. <laughs> I haven't been into fantasy. Everybody been trying to get me. You should play fantasy and do this and do that. I haven't played at all. Oh, man. And well, then, like, my weekends, like, my daughter got it. So I'm watching football now, but she's playing on this AU team. They got okay. two games. I think they championship game today. Playoff in the championship today. So I'll be watching football for a minute, and then I'm beginning to watch her play basketball. <laughs> Well, good luck to her. Yeah, yeah, great luck. Well, uh, we'd love to get you back on the show sometime to talk more Auburn football in the future, so hopefully we can uh, give you another call sometime. Yeah, just let me know. Text me. I got my number. It's my number, so All right, well. I'm available, so just let me know. <laughs> All right. We appreciate it. Yeah, man, thank you. All right, appreciate yeah. it. Thank y'all. You have a good one. Okay, so let's talk about some point predictions. I know Carlos wasn't big on uh, nailing one down. I don't blame him. Because we'll probably look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but let's let's go ahead and have some fun and try to guess what the score is going to be. Um, do you think that LSU scores more than thirty? Yes. Okay. I don't think in the so. last in the last two meetings, LSU put up in twenty seventeen they put up twenty seven points. Twenty eighteen they put twenty two points up. I don't. I mean, of course, those are totally different LSU offenses. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, That's the only reason I say that. But for some reason, I just I don't think they'll score over thirty. But I don't. I mean, I don't see Auburn scoring a lot. So you think you do think that they'll score over thirty? No, yeah, I, just because of yeah, Aaron will. I don't I think do. they will. Just because of uh, just because, like you said, it's a completely different offense. In the last couple of years, they they still put up almost thirty. <laughs> That's so true. With this offense, I, I, and they still had really good defensive lines. So. Um, Do they put up was, over 35? Uh, I was going to say uh, 38. 38. Okay, so not quite right. 40. No, I don't think they'll put up 40. Okay. I think they put up less. No? no, no, no. Yeah, I'm going to say less than 32. All right. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with 34, 38. Okay. Depending on field goal. So does Auburn put up more than 30, Justin? No. No. I think, I mean, from what I saw from the Florida game, Mm. and, of course, this is just me being skeptical about the offense and everything, but I think we'll score 13. 13? Yeah. In a loss? Mm. Yeah. LSU 28, Auburn 13. Oh, okay. You're not making your uh, your Auburn fan base happy with that prediction. Well, I'm just being realistic. I don't want to be one of those fans that's like, I see us winning that game. I'm just being (laughs) realistic at the point. Okay. I don't see us winning the game. I can either see a 28-13 or 28-17. Okay. Right in there. Yeah. So mine was uh, 20 or 24, depending on uh, a couple of uh, uh, field goals again. Yeah. So 34-38, 20-24. And you got LSU. Yeah, I got LSU on that. Well, I'm going to be the lone dog to rep the Auburn Tigers this week. I'm going to take the underdog. 28-27, Auburn. Are you really? It out. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I need the points. I need the SC, I need the points in our SEC polls. I mean, yeah, I'm going to pick it in the poll, but I'm just being <laughs> realistic with my pick right here. No, I think I think Auburn has a chance. I think that they're really being counted out, and I think that uh, that's usually when Auburn plays I mean, the best football. We'll always. I mean, there's every team always has a chance. Doesn't mean right. that chance is realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just being. I'm more of a realist when it comes to these picks. I love you're Auburn. More, you're more of a pessimist, if anything. Well, okay, yeah, uh. but. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah. I mean, but I'm but I'm being real here. I mean, yeah. everybody else can agree with that. There's not a does, high chance Auburn wins this game. Does Bo throw any picks this week? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna say Absolutely. I think I think he's learned from the Florida game, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna see I'm gonna say one pick. Yeah, I'd say probably one two. I wouldn't say more than that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But I mean, there's gonna know. come a point where I think LSU might jump ahead, and he's gonna be trying to do too much. Yeah, and he's just gonna throw one of those interceptions. And it I will I will say if Auburn does let them score. 30 or more points, they will not win because I don't think they can put up that many points. Oh, no. Yeah. Definitely not in Baton Rouge. I so mean, they're going to have the defense is going to have to stand up, and I think they will. I, mean, I, I was looking up stats, and LSU's total offense was third, Auburn's is 50th. Hmm. So, pretty yeah. wide gap right there. But now, defense, Auburn was 23rd, LSU was 24th. Right. So, both the defenses are pretty. I mean, even. Even though we're saying a lot about how good Auburn's defense is, you know, a lot of those yards are coming from the pass game. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, LSU's defense is usually top 15 when we think about it every year. Well, that is all of our picks for the Auburn game. I am the only one calling for the upset. So we will be back uh, Saturday night. We'll Let's see the results. Morning. Yeah, yeah, with the results, we'll see who was the dummies. Hopefully, you two. Hopefully, I'm the dummy. Yeah, I'm really hoping <laughs> that it turns well, out I'm the dummy. Well, re- really fast, let's make some quick picks for the rest of the big games this weekend. I'm just going to read them out to you, uh, and you guys can answer and tell me who you pick. We'll just let Aaron, I always usually let Justin go first. So Aaron, you go first on these, all right? Okay. All right. A- Alabama, Arkansas. What's your, oh, I don't what's your score? Mouth. What's your score? Score? Yeah. Oh. Okay, you don't have to tell me the exact score. With Mac Jones, do they score more than forty points on Arkansas? Yes. Uh, I'm gonna go. Justin says yes. I'm gonna go. They should, but they won't. Okay, oh, I don't wow, think okay. they do either. I'm gonna say they're gonna get really close. Yeah, I think um, they'll get like thirty-eight points. I've got Alabama forty-five-seven. Forty-five-seven. Wait, I yeah. I don't think Alabama's held anybody to seven all year. Arkansas's offense yeah, is atrocious. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Arkansas is terrible, but they have nothing to lose. They're playing at home, and they need a win. No, Al- they're gonna be I really... thought Alabama was at home. Is it? Yeah, it's at Alabama. So. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> never nope. mind. Arkansas nope. does not want to be there. No. All right, Mississippi State, Texas a and I'm going to go with Texas A&M. I agree um, with that. I don't know. I'm going to go with Texas A&M, but it would not surprise me if they dropped this game. I'm going Mississippi State on this one. I think, oh my I think they do drop a- it. A&M's is it at, at Mississippi home. State? No, it's at A&M. Yeah, it's at A&M. I th- yeah, I think Texas A&M should, should win this yeah. game. Oh, they should. They just, I just don't think they. It just, yeah, I don't. Yeah. They don't have much to play for these days. South Carolina, Tennessee. South Carolina. Tennessee. Tennessee's at home. They want to bounce back after that embarrassing <laughs> Goal line play. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Who's starting a quarterback? That's what I need to know. For I'll Tennessee? You, yeah, because uh, what Guantanamo Bay is not going to be ever playing again in a Tennessee uniform. I about to say, it's not Guantanamo Bay. I don't know who it is. <laughs> and the other guys out might be out with concussion. So yeah. I, I might need to think about this pick. I'll let I'm, I'm going to take South Carolina. Yeah. All right, Missouri, Kentucky. Where's it at? I believe it's at Kentucky. I think it's what I got root down here. I could be wrong. Hmm. I guess I'm going to go with Missouri, but that's another one. It wouldn't be surprised me if it just depends on what Kentucky wants to do. Because it it just completely depends on whether they want to play or not. It's at Kentucky. It is. Yeah. I'm probably gonna probably gonna go with Mizzou though. 
Yeah, me too, because after that embarrassing loss to Vanderbilt, I think um, Missouri will bounce back. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I would take Missouri in this one too, but wouldn't surprise me either way. No. Okay, let's go into the three big games this weekend outside of Auburn LSU. Give me your pick for Penn State, Michigan State. Penn. Yeah, definitely Penn State. Yeah, Michigan State, they're just four and three, two and two. But I think this could be one of those sneaky good games. That, uh, yeah, I think it could be because be. that's usually how Michigan State plays. Yeah, but, that's why I included it um, in here because on the surface it doesn't look like the greatest game in the world. But, uh, I mean, ticket, yeah, it tickets could, it are could only $19. Really but Really? Yeah, well, it's at Michigan State. That's a pro. That does surprise me. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I, w- I think the smart answer would be to take Penn State, but I would not be surprised at all if they dropped this one. No, but they, they definitely should be looking forward to uh, – keeping their slate clean until Ohio State. Yeah. yeah. Talking about Ohio State, Wisconsin-Ohio State, who you got? I mean, after last week, I guess I have to say Ohio State because Wisconsin got embarrassed, but I really hope Wisconsin wins their game. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. Yeah, I'll now, go on. I, I do think that would be the perfect – is it at Ohio State? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, see, that's the perfect way to bounce back is to beat – Ohio State at home, but I just don't see them doing it. Yeah, I did before last week, but because uh, with their defense against Justin Fields, I think it would be a good uh, matchup. But uh, yeah, I just I don't see them winning. Tickets are slightly more for that one, hundred and twelve dollars for the cheapest seat. Oof, slightly, slightly more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, All right, I was, and go ahead. Oh, you. I didn't even you know get to say a pick yet for that one. I mean, oh, go ahead. Just go ahead. Skip out on me now. You know, yeah, I don't like you. Yeah, well, that's okay. Um, yeah, like Aaron was saying, I was hopeful Wisconsin would come in undefeated and that they'd possibly beat them. But Wisconsin's offense is one dimensional, and Ohio State is going to shut that run game down. Yeah, and Ohio State's going to win big. I agree with you on that one. All right, and our six thirty game of the weekend. Notre Dame, Michigan. Tickets, $107. At Michigan, who you got? Hmm. It's in Ann Arbor. But Notre Dame, I believe, is still the favorite. Let me see about how much. Probably like two. They so one and a half. A... They don't have it up on ESPN right now, or my thing's just not loading. I don't know about this one. I'll look it up while y'all talk about it, though. Yeah, I don't know about this one. I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan finally gets their crap together because they've been been getting handled in the first half and then slowly coming back uh, and making it look like a closer game the past couple weeks. So it wouldn't... It wouldn't surprise me if they put it all together at home against a, a Notre Dame team. But it also wouldn't surprise me if they got absolutely embarrassed either because that's just how Jim Harbaugh rolls. Yeah, see, the thing that's... So I think it's one or the other. I think they're going to yeah. win a very close game or they're going to get shut out. Yeah. Yeah, see, what scares me Well, is, this... Oddshark.com has Notre Dame as a one-point favorite. Yeah, that's what uh, I was going to say, though. If I had to just put money on it, I'd probably say Notre Dame in a close one. Yeah. I mean, what scares me, though, is Notre Dame playing in these big games. And, you know, you want to kind of just go with Michigan because Michigan's at home. But, yeah, I haven't been impressed with Michigan this year, and I think uh, Notre Dame's actually going to win on the road. Well, let's say that Michigan just comes to play and spanks Notre Dame. How bad does that make I mean, how does that affect that win for Georgia over Notre Dame? I mean, it helps, it, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant if Michigan spanks Notre Dame. How does that help? I mean, uh, it won't help, but how does yeah. that affect it? Oh. Considering they already had a bad loss. and then either. Yeah. I mean, it definitely hurts it because yeah, yeah it, does not, it does not help. It's yeah. not like Michigan's undefeated or anything. So Right. <laughs> they That's got embarrassed saying. by Wisconsin and then – I mean, they had their chance against Penn State, but Penn State was in control for the most of that game. And they nearly lost to Army. 
let's not forget. Yeah, let's yeah. not forget about that either. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely hurts a lot. Yeah, I think so too. But I'm going to take Notre Dame in this one. I just don't feel comfortable picking Michigan in any big game. Yeah. Well, all right. I think that is the show for this week. Hey. You guys ready for me to wrap it up? Yeah, I mean, this is a nice short episode. <laughs> I know, right? We got in, got out real quick. I'm just going to take... Yeah. Well, you got to add 20 minutes to this for the well, Carlos yeah. Rogers. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, still under... It'll be under an hour. All right. Nice. Well, is that the first time we've done that? Yes. Yeah. By far, yeah. Sweet. Our first episode yeah, was like two hours. We've had a couple two-hour episodes. <laughs> I think our shortest was hour 20. We talked forever in that first episode. Especially since we've uh, added ads in, we have not been anywhere close to under an hour. Oh, yeah. All right, let me look up for my note for things to say at close the show. That's what it's called. I know the first thing is thanks for listening. Uh, we also launched our website, thegamemanager.com. You can go check that out. You can find us on social media at TGMPod on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And you can send in your emails, thegamemanagerspod at gmail.com. You can follow me at Norrisosaurus, that's N-O-R-R-I-S-O-S-A-U-R-U-S on Twitter. Uh, you, can find us on, you can find us on Patreon. We're going to be uploading stuff to that. Our first uh, football game video will be up next week i think we're going to shoot for next wednesday um so that will be out be watching out for that on our youtube channel you can leave a nice review if you like the show that helps us a lot uh and it only takes a few seconds you can do it from your smartphone right there it just takes just a second there we have shirts at tpublic.com where you can support our show and wear our merch they're soft shirts they feel great we have giveaways every week one coming up this sunday uh, hey. For um, a Halloween special spooky episode, I mean, we're giving away a, a Big Al or uh, Obby masks to wear for Halloween. So that one's not gonna lie; funny. those were kind of cre- those were kind of creepy looking. Oh, they're terrifying! Yeah, go check yeah. those out. Um, and we're also doing giveaways for Alabama and Auburn tickets. Those are still going on, but I think they finish up in like three days or something like that. So. Get on it if you haven't yet, because we'll be uh, announcing the winner very soon. Oh, wow. Those are creepy. (laughs) Yeah, they are. (laughs) I hadn't seen those. Yeah, so that's the giveaway this week. Cool. I'm just kidding. I mean, it is pretty cool for Halloween, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Nothing else. If you're working a haunted house. Which one do you like better? Uh, The the Alabama one's definitely more creepy, in my opinion. (laughs) I think it's because you can see the eyes more. Yeah, that's why. Anyways, let's wrap this up. That is all for the show. Thank you for listening. We will be back Sunday, our regular time, with a regular episode, except it's not. It's the spooky episode. So get ready for some spooky mismanagers and uh, some spooky news, too. So we'll be back then. Adios. Adios. (laughs) Nice. Yeah.